Well, hi, new LCA families. We are so pleased uh, to be with you this evening. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to let everybody get logged in and get settled, and we will be right with you. All right. Hey there, new families. We're going to give it just another minute and let everybody log in, uh, and we'll be right with you. Stay tuned. All right, well, hello to our new legacy families. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Uh, we hope that this is a time uh, of information shared and that you get all of the insights that you need to thrive at legacy this school year. We cannot wait to see you. We're looking forward to Eagle Expo tomorrow night and we can't wait for a great school year ahead. So a few tips and tricks for you as we get started. Uh, first up, all of our lines are muted here today. So we can't hear you, but we do want to speak with you. So if you will go ahead and open up your chat box, uh, please ask questions throughout the presentation. We will be monitoring the chat throughout today's presentation. Uh, later on, we'll have a Q&A session where all of our uh, divisional leaders, we have our entire executive leadership team on the line today. We will answer your questions to the best of our abilities. If we don't get to your question, we will follow up with you after uh, the town hall. All right, so also wanted to provide you with a list of save the dates. Um, you should be receiving a whole lot of emails from us with these dates included. So please do mark these on your calendar. As you know, tomorrow night is a really big night for Legacy. So we've got Eagle Expo coming up. Uh, we can't wait to see you. You should have just received the most recent update regarding Eagle Expo, including arrival times, parking details, and all sorts of other information. We'll go through that a little bit more here in just a moment. First day of school is on Thursday, looking forward to that. Uh, and on Thursday as well, if you are looking for a landing spot after you drop off your kiddos, join us on the football field. We have a legacy tradition called Boohoo Yahoo. So no matter if you are cheering in the car line as you drop off your baby, or if you're a little weepy that morning, uh, we invite you to join us at the football field for a time of celebration. Um, and we'll have an opportunity to hear from a kindergarten mom and a senior mom about their major milestones. Um, we have our new family football game on Friday. So we hope that you'll join us for our scrimmage on Friday evening. Uh, it'll be a whole lot of fun and we're looking forward to um, meeting each of you there. Uh, next up, we've got our golf classic happening. We are actually sold out. So if you are hoping to play golf with us, we'll have another golf tournament in May. Uh, but we do have lunch opportunities available during the golf tournament. So if you'd like to join us for lunch that day, you're more than welcome to. And then if you are interested in getting involved here at Legacy, we encourage you to do so. Our PTF kickoff will take place on the 19th at 845 in the courtyard. And last but certainly not least, our dads. We invite you to join us for dad's boot camp. No cardio required. <laughs> um, it is a morning of fellowship. Uh, it's a time of fun and games. And then you also get to hear... Um, inspiring messages from our head of school, our head football coach, and one of our trustee members. And then lastly, you will be receiving invitations here soon for new family breakfast. Uh, these are opportunities to come together, uh, socialize, and then also hear from school leaders and get an opportunity to spend some one-on-one -on -one time with our head of school, uh, Mr. Bill McGee, and our associate head of school, Mr. Kevin Mosley. So with that, 
Um, one last thing, nearly forgot, but we've got other back to school activities happening. So um, after Eagle Expo, after the dust settles just a little bit, you get an opportunity to come back to campus for lower, middle, and upper school nights that uh, provide you with a little bit more in-depth information about each division. So those are nights where you'll, you'll get to spend more time with teachers, you'll learn more about what's happening in the classroom, and you'll also have an opportunity to ask more questions. All right, with that, I'm sending things over to our head of school, Mr. Bill McGee. Well, thank you, Shannon, and uh, welcome everyone. Uh, we're delighted to welcome you to Eagle Nation. Uh, you are um, our valued covenant partners in the education of your uh, children, and uh, we uh, look forward to uh, many years uh, in partnership with you. Um, as is our custom at Legacy, we open all meetings and events with a word of prayer. So if you would bow with me as I ask God's blessing upon uh, the next hour. Father in heaven, we uh, gather even virtually, Father, in your name and for your glory and for your high purpose for us as parents, as educators in the service of your children. Father, we are so thankful for that you have brought us together we are thankful that you have given our families the means to uh, pursue uh, Christ-centered education. We are thankful for the many teachers and administrators who dedicate their uh, lives uh, to changing student lives, to uh, helping them understand who they are in your son, Jesus and uh, who are committed to teaching the truth as your holy word teaches us. Father, we uh, just ask for your, your protection this year. Father, as we enter some uncertain times in our nation and world's history, we just ask for uh, uh, your, your protection and, um, and, and your guidance and your wisdom as, as we uh, face some uncertain times ahead. Father, you have been so faithful and so good to us. You have blessed us with more than we deserve. And for that, we give you thanks. And we give you all the honor and glory. Father, um, may all that we say and do be to glorify you alone. And it's in your son's name I pray. Amen. Well, again, um, thank you all for joining us on this town hall. Um, this is a tradition we actually started uh, last year during uh, the, uh, at the beginning, actually we started these even before then in the spring of 2020, uh, just touching base with our families and, and it received such positive feedback, we decided we would continue uh, to uh, host these periodically and so, New families, you're the first uh, town hall of the 21-22 school year, and uh, we are delighted to be with you today. Um, I wanted to share with you a couple of things uh, 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 that you might be interested in. First of all, annually we adopt a school theme uh, for the whole campus. Uh, it is usually based on one of our core values. I know a couple of years ago we um, adopted Imago Day. We actually carried that over for a second year. This year, we are focusing on the primacy of scripture. 
Um, and uh, that specifically refers to the fact that we teach all subjects from a biblical worldview, and we apply the truth and authority of biblical principles in all situations. Our theme verse this year is 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16, 17. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Now, I shared this theme um, with our, our faculty and staff as they gathered a few days ago to prepare for this new school year. And I wanted to uh, share with you five ways in which we plan to promote our core value of primacy of scripture. The first one is we're going to express our love for and dedication to God and his written word. We're consciously looking for opportunities to share the truth and wisdom of scripture with our students, our parents, and our colleagues. Secondly, we'll make sure that we are well at home in the scriptures. Uh, we are dedicated to personal Bible study as a part of our each and everyone's individual spiritual discipline, and we understand that as Christian leaders, we must practice what we preach. Thirdly, we plan to apply the truth and authority of Scripture to all contemporary issues and in all adversarial situations. We believe there is no issue, problem, dilemma, or conflict that cannot be solved by the proper interpretation and application of God's word. Fourthly, we will continue to emphasize our core value of Imago Dei. If you're not familiar with that term, Imago Dei is a Latin term that means in the image of God. We believe that all people are made in God's image and carry his likeness. And we believe that if we hold to this biblical value, there is absolutely no room for hatred, prejudice, or racism in our school community. And finally, we desire to promote biblical justice as the alternative to social justice. We will speak boldly on behalf of those who have been abused or oppressed, but we seek reconciliation and restoration, not blame and retribution. So those are just five ways in which we plan to promote the primacy of Scripture. We're not limited to those five. Uh, I have challenged the, uh, the faculty and staff to think of other ways and develop other strategies in which we can um, promote uh, this idea that Scripture is preeminent in our school. So I wanted to share this with, uh, with you, our new families, and I'll be sharing it with the rest of the uh, school community in, in a few uh, short days. So that's, um, um, that's our, our um, annual theme this year. I wanted to introduce uh, my executive leadership team. So uh, the way we're organized at uh, Legacy is we have eight individuals who uh, oversee our divisions or different departments within the school. And you could see a photo uh, of them on your screen along with their titles. I'm, Pleased to announce that Mr. Kevin Mosley, formerly our upper school head of school, uh, is now the associate head. Uh, he'll talk a little bit about uh, more about his um, responsibilities, but uh, I'm excited uh, to have uh, a co-laborer uh, uh, oversee the operations of the school, and uh, you will uh, uh, get to meet 
Mr. Mosley at uh, school events, and I'm excited uh, for you to have that opportunity. Uh, Shannon Nelson is our Chief Advancement Officer. Uh, you've already met her on this. Uh, she is our hostess uh, for this uh, town hall meeting. Uh, Jean Potts, our Chief Financial Officer. Daniel Townsley is our Chief Academic Officer. And then our three divisions are led by uh, Tiffany McCollum in the lower school, Dr. Joy Bell in the middle school, and Jeff Veal, our upper school principal. So that's our executive leadership team. We meet regularly, uh, weekly to uh, discuss uh, the operations of the school. This is the group that uh, met to determine uh, what our uh, opening protocols would be as we go into this uh, school year. And we uh, address a lot of different issues throughout the year, but this is the, what I would call the brain trust of the schools. So uh, you'll hear from many of these uh, uh, later in this presentation. All right, I'm gonna turn things uh, over to Shannon Nelson, our Chief Advancement Officer. Thank you, Mr. McGee. Um, well, I am excited to bring you all more details about the upcoming school year. Again, I encourage you to stay tuned in to your email. We know that we are peppering you with emails right now, but it's on purpose. So please do pay close attention to all of those notifications, whether they're campus-wide or division-specific. They house lots of good insights for you as you get started. So first up, I wanted to draw your attention to the Thrive Guide. If you have not gotten your hands on it yet, I encourage you to do so now. Um, you can find it either in your email or if you visit our website, there's a banner across the top of the website that you can click through to this multi-page booklet that should answer most of your pressing questions to get you started here at Legacy. So things like our key dates, uniform details, uh, contacts, any app or software needs, uh, medical forms, and more. So please do pay close attention to Thrive. Again, if you have questions, we ask that you enter questions into the chat and we're more than happy to answer those questions throughout today's presentation. So next up, tomorrow, there's a lot going on. So our Eagle Expo Back to School Bash is taking place. You have an email that just landed in your inbox that has more details about tomorrow night. So we start at five o'clock, we go through till eight. Um, it is a campus sneak peek. So this is not your formal meet the teacher night. This is more of a you know, come on campus, let's get acclimated together. We ask that you walk the hallways, find your child's classroom. You can certainly spend a moment in your child's classroom saying hello to the teacher, but because of our limited space and our limited parking, we ask that you move kind of quickly through campus. Um, so that's why you see the 15 minutes staggering in our timelines by alphabet uh, for each division. Upper school is a little bit different, but for lower and middle, you, uh, you've got alphabetized staggering. So we ask that you move through campus, get your kiddos situated, find your classrooms, um, and then join us at the upper school gym. The upper school gym is right at the center of campus. You won't be able to miss us because there will be a in and out semi truck uh, providing meals. Um, you had to order your uh, meals by today. So that order form has been cut off. If you didn't get to order your meal, don't worry. There's a Chick-fil-A location close by where you can also purchase the meal throughout the day yesterday, uh, tomorrow to benefit Legacy. So we encourage you, uh, we're, we're trying to provide many opportunities for quick dinners tomorrow night. Um, but uh, anyway, so come to the center of campus. That's where you wanna end up. Um, we will have informational tables that are um, campus wide. So that includes everything from our spirit shop. If you need to buy some more spirit gear for your family, you can do so. 
Um, our uniforms uh, vendor will be there and available to help along with our food services vendor. So it's a great spot to come, spend some time with your family. Uh, we will have seating available for you. If you'd like to sit and eat, you can eat in the baseball bleachers, you can eat on the football field. Um, it'll be a whole lot of fun. As I mentioned, parking will be very limited. Um, because you're new to Legacy, you have likely not experienced our parking shortage yet. So I'm here to tell you that it exists and it's something we're working on, but we don't have solutions just yet. So bear with us tomorrow evening. Please come with a whole lot of grace and, and patience ready to go. Um, but we will have, again, we will try to alleviate parking as much as we can as we move people through campus. If you are unable to find a parking spot on campus, or if you just want to hedge your bets and find a spot right away, we invite you to join us at Gateway Church. We have a shuttle van that will be taking folks from Gateway to campus back and forth all evening. That shuttle starts at 4.30 and closes at 8.30. So again, you've got an option there. We also have a field lot that's up by the upper school uh, that you can't miss when you're up on this side of campus. Um, we ask that those that would like to park in that lot are either a truck or an SUV. So again, keep that in mind. Um, and that pretty much does it for Eagle Expo. If there's questions uh, pouring in, we'll get to those here in just a moment, uh, but we're looking forward to seeing you. One that I'll answer right off the bat, um, schedules will be released. Homeroom teachers and schedules will be released tomorrow at 2 p.m. by your divisional principal. So you'll hear more from our principals here in just a moment. All right, Mr. McGee, I'm coming back to you for health and safety standards for the year. Okay, well, uh, I trust that all of you received the communication last week that um, described the, our health and safety protocols that we plan to follow at the beginning of the year. Uh, let me just say this. I know that um, this has been a very challenging decision for the leadership team. Uh, we have to weigh a lot of factors in making this decision. And we made a decision that we thought was in the best, um, uh, best interest of the school, keeping the, our principle that um, we want to operate school in the least restrictive environment that still maintains the health and safety of our students and faculty as our number one priority. So um, there's obviously many different uh, opinions about that, uh, perspectives, if you will. Here's what would, we would ask you, uh, parents. Please respect the diversity of opinions around such issues as masking, uh, vaccines, et cetera. Um, you know, we are not going to reach a, a consensus we, uh, just because this is such a, a divisive issue. But if we will respect one another's perspectives uh, on both sides of the issue, uh, we will continue to operate as a covenant school uh, with uh, covenant relationships. So I would just ask that you be patient with us. We will um, assess the current environment constantly. We reserve the right to change our protocols at any time where we feel like it's in the best interest of our students. And so um, we just uh, please know that these decisions are made with much research and prayer. So with that, I want to uh, turn it over to our uh, nurse uh, or our director of health services, uh, Nurse Angie Detloff, to give you a little bit more detail on our protocols. So Angie. 
Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Um, like Mr. McGee said, I am Angie Detloff, and I am the Director of Health Services. Um, I'm located in the Upper School Health Clinic. Uh, we also have Nurse Lester and Nurse Brumby on the LCA Health Services team. Uh, nurse Lester is the lower school nurse, and Nurse Brumby is our COVID case manager. Um, I would like to go ahead and kind of talk through our COVID-19 protocols for our families, students, and staff for this school year. Um, but like Mr. McGee just said, uh, anything involving COVID-19, um, this is how we plan to begin the school year. But as we continue to monitor the presence of COVID um, in our community, adjustments to our protocol may be necessary in the future. So in regards to uh, wearing face masks on campus, they are optional and we encourage families to make the best decision for themselves and their loved ones when it comes to mask wearing during the school day and school activities. Also contact tracing will look a little bit uh, different this year. Uh, on campus contact tracing will not take place. Students and staff uh, will not be required to quarantine for exposure on campus, but will receive notification of possible exposures. Uh, email notifications of positive COVID cases will be sent to the families of those in the same classrooms, activities, or sports. The notifications will ask parents and students to closely monitor how they're feeling um, and to submit an entry to the COVID reporting form if symptoms develop and or if a positive test result occurs. Now, if a household exposure occurs, say a parent to a student or a sibling to a student, families will be required to submit an entry to the COVID reporting form. The identified close contact in this situation will follow quarantine guidelines consisting of a 10-day quarantine at home with an option to test after at least five days following exposure. Now, if we reach a 5% infection rate in a specific lower school grade or middle school or upper school division, this will initiate an evaluation Sorry about that, <laughs> gotta turn the lights back on. Uh, this will initiate an evaluation by our leadership team regarding the necessity um, of distance learning for the affected grade level or division. As we look at quarantine guidelines, if a positive COVID case occurs, families will be expected to submit this information to the COVID reporting form. Students and staff will quarantine for 10 days following a positive COVID test, and they can return when 10 days have passed since symptoms began and they have been fever-free for a 24-hour period without the use of fever-reducing medications like Tylenol and ibuprofen, and they are uh, free of all COVID-like symptoms. Now, if students or staff members are experiencing COVID-like symptoms, they may be sent home for further evaluation. Those who have been contact traced due to household exposure must also stay home. And both of those situations, they would be able to return to school um, if, they, if one of the following um, has been met. Um, they've completed the 10-day quarantine from the date of exposure or the date symptoms began, or a negative nasal PCR test has been obtained at least five days after symptoms began and the results have been submitted to health services, or documentation of an alternate diagnosis from a physician has been provided to health services. So we continue to pray for the Lord's protection as we head into this school year, and we ask that you join us in this prayer. And again, thank you for joining us tonight. 
now I'm going to go ahead and pass this along to uh, Kevin Mosley. Thank you very much, Miss Angie. We appreciate all your hard work. And, um, you know, you guys need to remember to be patient with our nursing staff. They do an amazing job of handling all this information that's coming in. Please realize they do not write the policy. They just help us walk through it together. So keep an amiable spirit there. Um, we sure do appreciate all the work that you guys are doing. Um, I, I want to just tell you guys how excited I am about the new role that Mr. McGee and the Board of uh, Trustees have allowed uh, me to, to be a, a part of. And I'm excited um, in working with our principals and our leaders uh, to, to continue to move us forward with our educational objectives and our mission uh, here at Legacy. I'm here to serve in any way that I can. Um, and I'm excited, very excited to get to know you as new families. I'll be seeing you at the new family breakfast. So looking forward to getting to know you there. I wanted to talk a little bit more about our instruction. What happens? How are we, how are we doing this instructional thing in light of COVID? And folks, look, we have to come up with a way to begin to, to educate in and through this. COVID is going to be around for a while. And so um, we're moving forward. We're going to be reactive. We're going to monitor the situation very closely. Safety is a top priority for us. We've also got to figure out a way to continue to move forward. And we do value and prioritize in-person instruction. That's very, very important um, for our students. We know there's social and emotional reasons for that. And um, we also know that there are physical risks. Uh, there's risk going to Walmart to doing all these things. We're trying to weigh all those and you have to work on those decisions as well as a family. But we, we want to communicate with you with our priorities moving forward. And this year it's in-person instruction, okay? Um, in the event that there's a, a quarantine or illness, what happens you know, with your students? A very good question. So let me talk about that a little bit. Um, basically, when you're home, you're home quarantining, it's like an extended absence. Before we had COVID, if you had the flu or um, you, know, you were gone for a long time for personal reasons, of death in the family, those types of things, we work with students when they're gone and they come back and we work to make up uh, the work that they've missed and any tests or things that they want to do. And that's how we're going to do uh, COVID when you're out or being contact traced, um, you know, for home infections or something like that. So just know that you'll be able, your child will be able to make up these things when they return. Um, some students may be able to work independently if they're accessing things on Schoology, or if you want to reach out to the teacher, you know, hey, can, what can they be doing? They're feeling fine, uh, but they may not feel fine. They may not be able to do any work and that's okay. Okay, so please know that we, we will work with you. We'll partner with you. We've been doing this a long time. And we're very good at it. We'll make sure your child catches up and catches up quickly. I want to also be very clear that students will not have access to remote classroom. In other words, they can't zoom in like we have in the past. Um, but they might have access to materials. They can read ahead. They can, you know, look at some things through Schoology or te that teachers provide that they might can work on at home. But they will not have direct video access to the classroom. Okay. Um, also know that long-term absences due to illness, they're accommodated. You know, if, you're, if your child gets ill or they're or quarantined, we accommodate those. Elective absences are not permissible. We're not able to do those for a long period of time. And, uh, you know, the question may be, well, what if I'm just not comfortable as a parent uh, right now? Well, first of all, if you're not comfortable, it's because the infection rates are going to be pretty high. And please know if the infection rates are high, then we're going to be taking action anyway. We're monitoring those levels and we're going to take action. We're going to convene at 5% of a division or lower school grades. We're going to convene. We're going to look at those numbers and we may move everyone to distance learning at the same time. Um, so either we're going to be all in in-person or in distance learning. So please, please know that we're going to be just as concerned as you are as those go up. 
But if that's not the case and you're super um, concerned and you want to keep them out for 10 days or so, we can talk about that. But when you get much further beyond that, you want to keep them out for a couple of weeks or months or you're getting those. Those are tough conversations that we're going to have to have because we're not we're not prepared for that. We're, we're prioritizing in-person learning this year. OK, we want to work with you as much as we can, but we know they'll get behind if, if they're out too long. So virtual school modes, when you're there, divisions, middle school, lower school, upper school principals will work with their teachers. There are basically two types of modes when you're in distance learning. One is asynchronous, which means that you're given a list of work to do and you can get involved in doing those independently and checking in with teachers as you need to. The other way, synchronous means, hey, I'm going to log in and the teacher is going to be access accessible. Uh, maybe the whole uh, class is zooming in at the same time and you follow the same schedule you would follow as you're here. Um, but each division will communicate how your student is to handle distance learning when and if that takes place. Um, okay, let me see if there's anything else I needed to cover here in my notes. Um, personal responsibility is going to be key here. We, we've got to have great partnership with you, communication, err on the side of caution. If symptoms are involved, reach out to our nurses and let's all work together. And I believe we can be continue to be successful in um, navigating this it's a terrible pandemic and just uh, just being resilient and working through it best we can and loving on these students in person as much as we possibly can. With that said, I'd like to begin to introduce our principals. So first up, lower school, Miss um, Tiffany McCullum, take it away. All right. Well, good evening, everyone. My name is Tiffany McCollum, and I'm the lower school principal. And um, I feel like a, a little girl at Christmas right now as we're planning for the school year and cannot wait to meet you all and see all your precious little ones arriving on campus for Eagle Expo in the first day. And uh, anyway, just a couple of things to go over. Um, Shannon shared a lot about um, Eagle Expo coming up uh, tomorrow evening, and you'll be able to find out your child's homeroom teacher on Rib RINWEB at two o'clock tomorrow. And, um, you know, this is more of like a sneak peek opportunity. So so there'll be a time, as you can see on the screen, where we have a back to school night planned on August 24th. So a lot of the questions that you have about the upcoming school year um, will all be addressed by your teachers that night. So I hope that you all are able to attend that. Um, some of the questions that I've had recently are lockers. We will have lockers um, for our fourth graders and you are welcome to come up on Wednesday, August 11th, um, anytime from eight to four um, to go into the hallway to decorate your child's locker. Um, on the first day of school, um, it's, we are, are allowing our parents to uh, walk your child into the building. Um, I know that's always a special time to go in and walk your child in and get a, a picture of the first day of school. So um, anyway, children are allowed back into the classroom starting at eight o'clock during the school year um, and we're also requesting that for the first day of school so if you wouldn't mind um, you know waiting outside until eight o'clock and um, we will let you all back into the classrooms and um, for those school pictures and once again on the first day we just ask that this is a quick hug your child take a picture and um, you know if you wouldn't mind please you know leaving your child because I know those teachers are anxious to get their first day started promptly at 8 15 so but we want to uh, make that a special morning for you all um, 
Another couple things to remember, um, you know, on the first day, as well as all throughout the year, your child um, sending a backpack with them. We ask that it's not on wheels, um, not anything on it distracting um, for our students, you know, no scary themes on the uh, on backpacks um, that you send um, bottled water with them each day, as well as a healthy snack. Uh, please refrain from anything sugary. Um, that sugar just really gets them, get those babies going for the rest of the day. And I know your teachers would appreciate healthy lunches and, and if you bring them in healthy snacks. Um, also for our pre-K and kinder kiddos, we um, also ask that you send um, a change of clothes. Sometimes accidents do happen or they could get messy with paints and uh, things like that. So just a change of clothes, you know, maybe put in a big Ziploc baggie and tucked away in their backpack for uh, them to change should they need to. Um, the next thing on the list is um, car line tips. And I'm going to ask for the first uh, few days, if not week or two of school, um, to please be patient with us. We have over 100 new students that are joining just our lower school division. And so obviously that's going to be bringing a lot more cars on our campus. And we can plan for what we think is the best scenario, but sometimes things will throw us for a loop and we have to regroup. And um, But one thing that will help this out a lot is if you would please arrive um, at your child's dismissal time and not any earlier because you've probably seen in lower school we have a three o'clock dismissal time and a 315 dismissal time. Well when our 315 parents arrive early they block the three o'clock parents from getting through the car line so please do not arrive on campus any earlier than your child's pickup time. In fact car lines run for about 15 minutes for each of those dismissal times so even if you come a few minutes later I promise you it will it will be worth your while where you don't have to wait as long in that car line but anyway we um you know know that it gets hectic and I know in our pre-k nobody knows their last names <laughs> so anyway we work on getting these routines down and um, I promise you it will smooth out but um, with your help of not arriving any earlier that will greatly help um, the flow of our car lines um, Another thing that I want to mention is um, before school, we are bringing back, and we did this the year before COVID, but it's an early drop-off time. Um, so between 7.30 and 8, we know that we have a lot of working parents who need to be at work by 8 o'clock, and um, you are more than welcome to drop off early. And um, We do have holding areas until 8 o'clock. So once again, um, 8 o'clock is when students are released to go into their classrooms. So um, if an early drop-off time doesn't work for you, feel free to come at 8 o'clock between 8 and 8.15 is really our car line uh, time where they can be dropped off and go straight to their classroom. If you drop off between 7.30 and 8 and you have a pre-K child, we ask that you drop off on the east side of the building. So at the end of the early ed pre-K hallways where you can drop your child off. And then if you have a kinder through, uh, actually eighth grade, you would drop off on the west side of the building, um, the side that faces Legacy Drive on the band hall side. And those children are held in the cafeteria until um, eight o'clock, at least for lower school. Um, but if you have a pre-K child, that has an older sibling, 
you can still drop that older sibling off with your younger child at the on the east side on the pre-k side of the building so they can come in together you don't have to circle around and make another stop for your older child but uh, anyway that um, helps alleviate the um, lines that we get in our morning car line uh, by having that drop off beginning at 7 30 but please keep in mind your child is not dismissed to their classroom until eight o'clock on school days uh, the next thing that you see um, is we have school picture day already scheduled for August 24th. So um, anyway, that's a day I know um, you, you know, make sure your child's hair's combed and are curled and um, that they're all looking ready for their school pictures that day. And these are the pictures that will uh, go in the yearbook and you'll have an opportunity to purchase packages um, of your child's school picture. So anyway, I'm just super excited about this year. I'm going into my 14th year at Legacy and I love this place. I love these children like their own. They are just so special to me. And um, anyway, I'm looking forward to meeting um, all of you. Make sure you stop by and find me in the hallway so that I can uh, give your uh, kiddos a, a hug around their neck and neck and welcome them to Legacy. And with that, I'm going to turn it over to our middle school principal, Dr. Joy Bell. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Looking forward to seeing everyone. Let's go to those notes for me. There we are, thank you so much. So yes, we have the same things going on. Eagle Expo is tomorrow, we're super excited. Um, class schedules will be released in RenWeb at, at two o'clock. Some of you are asking some questions about that. So we're gonna get some information to you. If you forget your schedule, we will have them printed out here. Don't worry, don't stress about it, we have you covered. We also have our very first inaugural conference, middle school conference called Ignite. And that will occur over a two-day process. Students can wear spirit wear on Thursday and also on Friday, no uniforms. We're having so much fun. We want them dressed in their spirit wear. Um, we, they can also wear shorts, but not athletic shorts. They can wear their khaki shorts to school, no athletic shorts at all, spirit wear on Thursday and Friday. They will get a special shirt from us on Thursday that they will also wear on Friday. Parents have emailed and said, hey, can we come? You absolutely can come to our chapel times. And that will was in my newsletter, the last newsletter that I sent. And I'm actually sending another newsletter today to remind you of what those times are. So you can absolutely come until we are at capacity in the LPAC. And that's in the upper school. First day procedures and reminders. Hey, just bring your kids. We're excited about them coming. Um, I, I want to echo Ms. McCollum. We don't want to come early or late for car line pickup. Um, have your students bring a water a bottle. Um, they can bring a water jug, but a water bottle would be better for all the activities that we have. We also have scheduled back to school night. That's gonna be on Tuesday. Um, that's going to be uh, in August 31st at 6 p.m. More information is coming. You have enough information right now uh, to, to take in. And we also have school picture day, which is Thursday, 827. You will be reminded about all these things more than you will ever wanna know from my department heads, my team leads, me and through newsletters. Here's the only thing that I wanna ask you, please, please, please read all newsletters that come from the school. There are often times that we will repeat information in the middle school division, but I want you to read Mr. McGee's email, but also read your division email and also read your child's weekly newsletter from our team lead. There's a lot of information go, uh, going out to you, but all of it is important for you and for your child. Um, if you have any questions at all, please reach out to my admin assistant, Jamie Smith, and her email is jamie.smith 
at LegacyCA.com. We're looking forward to seeing you tomorrow and also the first day of school. I want to introduce our new upper school principal, Mr. Jeff Veal. Hi, good afternoon, everyone. I've had a chance to meet many of you in person and we're excited about your student joining us uh, this next uh, couple of days, in fact, uh, as we um, look towards our Eagle Expo, as well as our upper school student orientation. And so I wanna do a special invitation. If you have a student who is going to be an incoming ninth grader and new to legacy, ninth through 12th, uh, we wanna see them Wednesday morning. You can drop them off uh, at the upper school. We're gonna receive them uh, into our LPAC. We're gonna have them put on a, a name badge so that we can know who they are. And we're gonna have a great morning together on Wednesday where we're gonna help to orientate them. We're gonna have many of our students who are involved in our lead legacy, our upperclassmen. So they'll get to meet some upperclassmen who are leaders. Uh, have a building tour, and really just spend some time with them, getting to know them, investing in them. Here's what we would ask. If you have a new student who uh, is coming to us already with their computer, have them bring that, please. Don't wait till Thursday. They need to bring that with them on Wednesday uh, so that we can get them set up uh, from a tech side with that piece. That would be really helpful uh, if you would do that. And then we're going to have lunch with them. Uh, so they'll come back to our lunch comments and our Lee Legacy has some programming uh, ready for them. And we're just going to spend time getting to know them, uh, introducing teachers. It's just going to be a really good time. So hopefully your student uh, can participate in that. Registration is not required uh, for this event. It is just a come and drop them and then feel free to pick them up at our lunch common doors uh, at one o'clock on Wednesday. Uh, afternoon. And so we look forward to really getting to know them. Of course, tomorrow night is our Eagle Expo. Uh, like the other divisions, we're going to be releasing our class schedules at two o'clock uh, in the afternoon. And for us, our doors will open in the upper school tomorrow night uh, at seven o'clock. This is really that opportunity for students to come in and pick their schedules up if they didn't print it off at home in RINWEB and just walk their schedules. So you can come over from the upper school gym through the lunch common doors, uh, pick up your schedule in the lunch commons, and then for that time, uh, walk that schedule. We'll do that again with students on Wednesday morning. Uh, so if you're not able to be in attendance with us Tuesday night, uh, we will also do something very similar on Wednesday morning in a much smaller group uh, with our students. Uh, teachers will be at their doors, uh, ready to receive and just greet and meet. So um, can be a part of that with us uh, tomorrow night. Uh, when it comes to Thursday and our first day, our doors are gonna open at eight o'clock in the morning. We start at 8.30. Students are welcome to wait in our lunch commons and main floor area. You'll be dropping them off, if, if, particularly if you are a ninth grade or 10th grade parent whose student doesn't drive yet, uh, dropping them off at our lunch common doors. We just sent out an email at four o'clock that you will have received that, that has our drop off uh, map again for you that shows you the route going around our building and the drop off uh, at our lunch common doors. Uh, it is kind of a one way in, one way out because we are trying to navigate as well our student athletes and parking lots, uh, our elementary and middle school students as they are being dropped off on the South Campus. Please be patient with us that first day as we too have close to 30 new families which we're excited about uh, in our high school as well as all of our new freshmen who are gonna be learning uh, this process 
uh, that morning. Uh, we'll start an assembly in the LPAC where it's a back to school celebration, and then we will send them on to first period and they'll run their uh, periods one through four for the remainder of that day. Uh, so we can't believe Thursday's here, but we're really excited about it, uh, that it's almost here. We have a college fair coming up. This is actually open for all of our eighth through 12th grade students and families. This is hosted in our upper school, uh, put on by our college guidance department. Uh, and you don't wanna miss this. Uh, if you have an opportunity, come join us. It's from six to eight. This is in our main hallway, as well as our lunch commons. Uh, and so make a note to be a part of our, our college fair evening. It is free, no registration is required. And we have everything from public to private universities, small uh, versus very large. Uh, and it's a great exposure to post high school opportunities that your student may have. Likewise, we have a curriculum night that's coming up September 1st, and we're gonna be hosting ours at 7 p.m. We have some more divisional information we're gonna be sending out on that specific to our senior parents and ninth grade parents uh, about some meetings previous to that. Uh, and we'll be sending that out for you guys as well. And then school picture days. Those will be formal dress days for us. We'll be sending out divisional specific, specific information on who is going to be having their picture on September 7th and on September 9th. More information to come on that piece so you can plan accordingly. We have a fantastic administrative assistant in our upper school. Uh, Cheryl Crawford. She will always be happy to answer any questions you may have. Again, we look forward to partnering with you this next school year. Never hesitate to reach out. I want to echo what Dr. Bell said. Uh, we will send out those divisional communications. So much information that is in there. Again, we just sent one a little bit ago that has a lot of great back to school information uh, for you. Thank you guys so much. With that being said, I am going to toss the questions over to Adam Housley at this time. Sir, take it away. All right, thank you, Jeff. Um, well, I know this is the moment you have all been waiting for the open Q&A forum. So please submit your questions using the chat feature. Uh, you can do that using the menu option there at the bottom of your screen. We have quite a few questions. We are gonna jump right in. Um, Mr. Mosley, I'm gonna give you a heads up. I'm gonna to come to you about uh, accessing schedules in RINWEB because we've had a lot of questions about how to do that. But first, Tiffany, I'm gonna jump over to you. We had a question about Carline maps at Eagle Expo. Will those be available tomorrow at Eagle Expo? Uh, yes, if they should be. If not, I'll make sure that I email a map out prior to the first day of school. All right, thank you. All right, Mr. Mosley, let's jump over to you. And if you can give us some guidance on accessing those schedules in RINWEB, that would be appreciated. Okay, so RINWEB is our, uh, our school information system. So it's where your kids' grades, report cards, records, all your personal information is held. You uh, created that login when you applied to come to Legacy. You know, So that was actually done online through that. So you should have had an email, username, and password you got through that. Um, so that's that's the main way you, you get on. However, I'm going to direct our, because uh, there's several questions about this and seem to be some confusion. We have a district code for legacy on RINWEB. You'll need that to log in, and that is legacy-tx. It's not case sensitive. It's going to be upper or lower case, but legacy-tx. Your username is usually your email address that you used when you you know, made your account when you applied. 
Um, if you're lost with any of that, we're going to give you some more information on how uh, to navigate those. I'm going to have all of our principals send uh, out this afternoon an email from their executive assistants to all you guys just to give you that information uh, more specifically what you can do. If you have trouble, you can always reach out to the executive assistant for the principal for your division, and they will walk you walk you through that. Um, but that's where you find those at two o'clock. And of course, if you show up, or you didn't had trouble getting those, show up at Expo. We'll have copies of schedules for you there in case you uh, would like to be able to see a paper copy. Hope for that was helpful. Yes, thank you. Um, just to, in case you don't have your chat open, we did just put a link in the chat to the Thrive Guide, you can find the links to the RenWeb home app there. I think it's on page 15. Uh, we also put the district code in in case you need to copy and paste that. Um, Tiffany, I need to come back for you for a point of clarification. Uh, the question about car lines was for car line tags, the tags that the families will need to pick up the students. Uh, can you tell us where families can find those or when they can find them? Um. That would probably be a Shannon question. Those car line tags come from um, PTF. So right. we'll Shannon, go over to Ms. Nelson here. <laughs> hot potato, hot potato. Um, car line tags will be released by our PTF grade coordinators. If you've not yet received uh, your car line tag, your grade coordinator will be in touch to distribute that to your family. All right, perfect. All right, Dr. Bell, let's, uh, let's talk about life in the middle here. Let me get you up on screen, maybe, there we go. Okay, a couple of questions for you. When, one more time, when can middle school students decorate lockers? Middle school students can decorate lockers on Thursday. So when they come on Thursday in their spirit wear, not athletic shorts, have them bring all the little cute things to decorate. So we'll have time on Thursday for them to decorate, not on sneak peek night, don't have enough time. All right, very good. And can you clarify one more time? Students can wear khaki shorts during on spirit days, right? Not jean shorts, but khaki shorts. Yes, no track shorts, no jean shorts, no athletic shorts, none of those shorts, just khaki uniform shorts with their spirit wear. All right. And one more time, parents can come to Ignite if there are seats in the LPAC, correct? Yes. And so you have the schedule. We have all of that in our newsletter. I'm sending everything out again today in about an hour and a half. So you can take a look at that. But if you come and we're at capacity, we're at capacity. So if you want to attend during those chapel times, get here early. Very good. Um, Nurse Angie, we just had a question come in during the chat. I think it would be good uh, to ask you when and where and with whom do uh, parents leave medication? So both Nurse Lester and I will be um, available at, at Eagle Expo, and um, that's a time that you could um, bring medications um, to us and sign any um, medication forms for the school year. Um, if uh, that's not possible, you can um, always um, bring them into the clinic at each of the buildings, or if it is an over-the-counter medication and you feel comfortable sending it um, with your child in their backpack, um, along with a medication form, um, that would be um, fine as well. The teachers will make sure and get those to us. Okay, well, any other questions? Am I missing anything? Anybody wanna chime in if I'm missing something? I think we've got them all answered. Okay. 
Um, do we want to out? reinforce uh, vaccination and masking policies? I was going to say with that, I was going to turn it back over to uh, Mr. Mosley to address that one more time, um, or Mr. McGee, I can go to you on the student vaccination requirements and the mask considerations. I know we had a number of families that joined late and may have missed that. So Mr. McGee. Yes, uh, as of right now, masks and vaccines are optional. Um, if you are not comfortable with your child coming to school without a mask, please understand we will respect that decision. We will support that decision. And in fact, uh, you will see quite a few uh, uh, students and teachers and administrators wear masks during the day. So your child will not feel like they're the only one. Uh, regarding vaccines, that is a family decision and we're going to respect that. Um, we, um, uh, we are not going, we are not a, a medical or health organization to give advice on that. So we are going to respect every family's autonomy to make the decision that is in the best interest of their family. Thank you, Mr. McGee. And with that, I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Mosley, close us out in prayer before a few last announcements. Hey, Adam, I caught two more questions we may want to address. Okay. First one was um, absent policies. Where can students find those? Um, Kevin, I think I'm coming to you on that. Is that the student handbook? Yes, so in, on RenWeb, under, under your parents' account, you have access to uh, the, the handbook. Um, that is being um, you know, updated for this year, but the, the attendance policy is, is basically the same. You know, it's been in years past you know, with regard to that. So you'll find that in the parent student handbook on downloadable on RenWeb or accessible on RenWeb. And Kevin, I'll stick with you. Um, there was another question regarding the 5% or more infection rate right. per grade, per division, and what exactly does that trigger? Sure. So uh, the way things operate, you know, at, in a school, your, your grades all the way up through um, fourth grade are kind of self-contained. In other words, the grade kind of stays together. They stay with one teacher. Once you get into middle school, your, your classes, kids rotate and classes and schedules are with different, different students in each period. So the, the, um, the infection rates and exposure is different. So, you know, when it comes to, um, say, uh, determining one grade could go out in all the way up through third grade. So we may say second grade stays at home because they're more self-contained in a classroom. However, so we, we will monitor the, the percentages in the grades up through grade three. However, once we hit fourth grade and up, it will be by division. So we'll look at 5% of the entire division because they all mix at lunch. They mix at PE. They mix at athletics. They mix in all those times. So from middle school and upper school, it's 5% of the whole division. And then in the elementary and preschool areas, it's by grade or class. And we'll monitor them accordingly. Thank you. Um, I'm seeing a lot of questions about dress code for Thursday and Friday. My understanding is dress code is uniform dress code for upper and lower school. That's Middle correct. school is wearing spirit wear for the Ignite conference. That's correct. So outside of middle school, it's the same. And then the, the guidelines that Dr. Bell gave only apply to middle school for Thursday and Friday. And then last time to reinforce this. Uh, so our schedules will be released tomorrow at 2 p.m through RenWeb, we will provide, there's information, we can send this in divisional emails, we'll get this out to you all. 
RenWeb has a district access. It's capital legacy dash TX. Um, divisional principals will be in touch so that you can access that information. Kevin, anything else to share there regarding schedules? No, we'll, we'll make sure that you get detailed information about how to do that. It is available in the Thrive Guide, but let, let me also just tell you, we will communicate specifically as a school to all new parents um, in time before two o'clock tomorrow, exactly how you can log on and access that. Also remember, if you're coming to Expo, we will have copies of those for you. Okay, so it's, it, I know everybody wants to know at two o'clock and we'll do everything we can to get you that information, but you will have access to that at Expo as well. And the Thrive Guide, I can't emphasize, Shannon, your team has done an amazing job. Um, most of your questions, most of the things we have, we've talked about here today were, have been addressed in the Thrive Guide and it's, it's made specifically thinking of you guys and all of our families getting back to school and information they need. And our communications team has done an amazing job. So read through that and most of your questions will be answered. And you may always reach out to the division um, administrative assistant for any specific help that you need. We're here to help in any way we can. Thank you, Kevin. All right, Adam, anything else that I may have missed? Yes, the questions keep coming. Jeff, I'm going to put you up on uh, Spotlight. Can you give a brief overview of how Wednesdays will work in the upper school? Yes, thanks, Adam. So we have published um, over the last several weeks some information about how our Wednesdays are structured, and we will be covering that, particularly with your students during the new student orientation. Essentially, it is an enrichment day for our students who um, really fall in one of four categories. If you are in particular a family who needs um, a place for your student to have a, a study hall or a quiet spot and be monitored, they have access to that all day. So that's available in, to any student in our high school that would like to take advantage of that. Our doors open at 8.30 uh, and then we have specific programming to various grade levels depending upon uh, options or classes that are that are available. So for example, if you have a student in the 11th to 12th grade, there are a set of classes that we've communicated out and are, are happy to reshare as needed, uh, particularly our dual credit or AP. Um, we've communicated with those students uh, if they are going to be required to be in that class on a Wednesday morning. So we have options there for those students. Uh, we do not require any of our freshmen to be on campus for any reason on Wednesday. We do not require any of our sophomores to be on campus on Wednesday for any reason uh, other than options that become available like our pre, uh, our ACT prep, excuse me, that we're offering uh, for November through the end of April. And we'll be hosting that. That's a tremendous value for our sophomores. It is by registration. Uh, we've been sending out links on that. Um, we include it in our, our latest divisional email as well. Uh, if you, your student is a sophomore and would like to participate. And so we'll offer programming options throughout the year. Uh, and then in the afternoon, if your student is participating perhaps in a club or in some sort of organization, um, individual teachers will communicate about that information as the school year starts. So that may be like when our National Honor Society meets or if there's a jazz band practice or open time and art studio for AP students. So there's a variety of afternoon options that, that occur. What I, what I wanna emphasize is that 
we would invite you to follow our schedule closely as there are many, but not all Wednesdays that we are off. Uh, the students who are required for sure to be on campus on those days are our advanced academic students who've been notified of such. Uh, that that is something that they're required to participate in, uh, but we're not requiring any other student unless there happens to be an opportunity that they want to plug into on that. I hope that answered that question. Yes, thank you very much. All right, Kevin, we will go back to you for closing prayer. I think we got everything in. Okay. Well, appreciate you joining us this time. Let's pray together. Father, we are just so excited about these amazing families that you have brought our way. Father, we thank you, um, that, you that they are trusting us with their most prized possession, the gift of their children that you have given them. Father, we recognize their authority um, to seek and to be responsible, seek education and be responsible for the education of their children. So we are privileged and honored to have that um, opportunity here. We cherish it. We value it. We pray that this is beginning of a long relationship. And as we continue to build trust, to communicate honestly, and Father, we ultimately seek to train these young people up as a strong leaders with biblical convictions that are prepared for college and beyond. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for our teachers who are laboring hard uh, to do their, uh, fulfill their calling well. I thank you for them. I pray you bless them. Father, I pray for protection on all of our students and our faculty. Um, Father, give our leaders wisdom as we continue to navigate this terrible pandemic, God. And, and Father, I, I just pray you bring us together, not let the enemy divide us. Um, and Father, um, we just give you all the praise and glory. We pray that all that happens here will be a beacon of light uh, to this community about how things can be done when you are honored and uplifted. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you to our panelists today. I'm going to invite our panelists, if you all could just uh, work to close out any open questions in the chat. There's a number of one-off questions that I'm hoping we can get to as I continue speaking. So uh, for those that are still with us, hang on tight. I've got just a few more reminders. You heard about our campus app. If you have not yet downloaded, please download the app. It houses all of our information. It has a brand new password for this year. It's Eagle Nation, one word, capital E, capital N. Uh, so please do access the app. You will need it downloaded for tomorrow night. It will guide you around campus. It will allow you to access all sorts of forms, things that you've been looking for, RenWeb access, medication form access, attendance forms, all of that is linked in the app uh, so that you can easily access and, and, and get to that information. All right, new family football game. We can't wait to see you. It's coming up on Friday. Please show up, get ready to cheer loud. Uh, we'll have some special surprises for you there. Um, and then also, of course, we want you to get your spirit wear. If you don't get a chance to purchase any spirit gear uh, tomorrow night, we will have a pop-up shop ready for you on Friday. Coffee, Carline, Boohoo, Yahoo. We talked about this earlier. Parents, if you're looking for a landing spot after drop-off, join us at the football field. Dad's boot camp, again, a reminder. And then, of course, we're so excited to talk to you all a little bit about our new library. So. Um, when you come on campus, please do um, give us some grace for now. We are under construction. So we are fully renovating our library. We're so excited about it. It's through the generosity of our families that we're able to do so. Um, our school has a, an annual fund. We raise dollars each year to support mission enhancements. Last year, we raised $1.3 million. 
And a portion of those funds are supporting a full library renovation for our South Campus. So all of you lower and middle school families, uh, soon enough, you'll get a chance to see our new space. And then uh, another uh, note for you is that we have a business directory. So if you are a business owner um, and you would like to share information about your business with the legacy community, we encourage you to sign up. You can find the link at the bottom of this page here, and there's more information available on our website. Okay, last but not least, resources, resources, resources. So if you have not yet found all of these resources, you may wanna get a pen and start scribbling. Uh, big ones are renweb.com. We talked a lot about that today. Uh, mark it down. Index tuition, if you're awaiting any answers, if you have any questions about index tuition applications, Sherry Mosley is your primary contact. You heard a lot from Angie Detloff today. She is our Director of Health Services. Any additional COVID-related questions, health and safety-related questions, medication questions, uh, tag Angie on those. Uh, COVID uh, nurse. So we have Amy Brumby on staff. She is our COVID case manager. She can answer also specific COVID-related questions. And then uh, we have counseling services here at Legacy. So student counselors are listed here for uh, you to review. And then any general questions that you have that you just don't quite know to, uh, where to go with them, uh, it's an easy email, questions at legacyca.com. Uh, be sure to email that address if you just need some general resources. If you've not already, follow us on all social media platforms. We've got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and our podcast. Our handles are the same for each, LCA Frisco. So we'll see you online. And last, thank you for joining. As Kevin said, thank you for uh, honoring us with the ability uh, to, um, to guide and treasure your, your students and your children. Uh, we look forward to a great school year. Can't wait to see you tomorrow night.